Welcome to another episode of This Week in Health Tech, where we cover the latest news and trends in the health tech industry. My name is Jimmy Kim, and of course, I'm accompanied by my co-host, Vic Patel. Vic, what's going on? Hey, Jimmy. Hey, first of all, thank you for accommodating me, because I know it's Sunday night. It's our usual night to record the podcast, but it's a special night, right? Like, it's NBA All-Star Game, and, and I'm a huge basketball fan. So I really appreciate you uh, jumping on a little bit right before the NBA All-Star Game starts. It's in about an hour or so. Um, I'm excited for the game, but I'm actually really excited for our topic today as well. Well, and that's that's not a problem. But uh, can I can I ask you, what, what's the fascination about the NBA All-Star Game? Because uh, I've always found the games very boring. What? Yeah. You must be kidding me. No, I'm being serious. It's like they just kind of let each other pass and do their thing. And, of course, you see some pretty cool highlights. But I'm, I'm always up for it. But you, you <laughs> were just telling me that it's a little bit different this year, right? It's a little bit different. Each quarter is actually a game in itself. And there's a special – the fourth quarter has a little twist. And they are honoring Kobe Bryant, of course. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. He's, he's my all-time favorite player. Uh, you know, I, I'm still really sad of his sudden passing, uh, but it's really good what NBA is doing, right? I mean, honoring a great player, and they actually the MVP trophy for the NBA All Star Game is now going to be called the Kobe Bryant MVP oh. trophy. All right, so that's great. I have no idea. Well, maybe I'll tune in. Maybe I'll tune after after hearing all this. Uh, <laughs> good. But look, before before you spoil it and we get into what today's topic is, I just want to make sure that we give a shout out to our sponsor, Tito Inc., who is a trusted tech partner for healthcare organizations. For more information on how to partner with Tito Inc., please visit TitoInc.com. That's T-I-D-O-I-N-C.com. And to our other sponsor, HostMyPodcast.com, where professional podcasts like this one are made. So, Vic, tell us uh, what, what's in store for us today. We have a really timely topic today, and it's about the HIMSS conference, which starts in about three weeks. It starts uh, March 8th in Orlando. And so, yeah, I mean, a um, re- really timely topic for our audience. Sure. And uh, why don't you tell us what is the HIMSS conference? That's HIMSS, H-I-M-S-S, right? That's correct. And HIMSS is, I would say, the number one health information and technology conference that's out there. I mean, it's it's huge. I, I've been going it, going to the conference for quite a few years now. And there's close to 50,000 people attending the conference from all over the world. I mean, I would say probably from 60, 70 countries. And, it, you know, it, it's the right place to meet to see what's going on, what's the latest developments in innovation, lead for uh, for healthcare, you know, through information and technology advancements. And the best part is obviously meeting people from all over the world and, and networking. But there's, you know, th- there's really good education sessions. I mean, in those six days, there's more than, there's more than 300 education sessions. And there's a lot of Special programs as well, which some of them, you know, cost a little bit extra. But yeah, there's there's tons of information. And is there someone that you, someone, or is there a session that you particularly want to see this year more than more than others? Is there something like you've, you've circled the the calendar and time slot? Like, okay, I gotta definitely make it to this one. 
Oh yeah, no, I so what I do is I I look at the calendar, I look at the schedule for all the days and then I you know, I, I there's there's also an app. So for the conference, there's an app and, and it actually is. makes it yeah. <laughs> and it makes it easy for you, right? It's like you can just like say, "Okay, yep, I want this one, this one," and then it kind of puts it in your personal calendar. Um, but I kind of I, I like to have it in my own calendar as well with all my other meetings and appointments. And there's two of us going to to the conference this year from our our company. And yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of events that I want to go to. I don't know if I'll make it to all of them, just because you know you you kind of plan for it. But if you, if again, you know, there's like I said, <laughs> there's. There's endless number of sessions, so you have to really pick and choose. But that's why I like to be prepared, though. The more prepared you are, I mean, the very first time I went, I was I was not prepared at all, Jimmy, mm. and it, I was lost. You'd figure though, like just going to a conference, like so. I mean, like walk walk this through with me, like here, because I've been to a few conferences myself, like health and fitness wise. Um, like, how do you prepare? What what made you not feel so prepared going the first time around, first couple times around? Well, the first first time, I would say I was just excited to. Go. <laughs> I, I always heard about the conference, and I got the opportunity to go to the conference, and it was just excitement and just like, oh, I'll I'll go to every education session that's out there, and I'm gonna learn so much. And then you get there, and you're like. Oh my God! Which one am I gonna go to? Like overwhelmed. Overwhelming, for sure. And you know, even even all the vendors that are out there. I mean, I mean, the whole exhibition hall—it's huge. So where do you start, right? Which one do you go to? Who do you talk to? And so that was—I mean, I mean, again, you know, on the second day, I kind of got a little bit more control of the whole situation, <laughs> and, and I looked at what's up, and you know, I just kind of tried to prioritize what I can. But then I knew that next time, and again, now I have gone to about eight or nine of these, so I'm much more prepared and I know what to expect. But I, for anyone going the first time, I would definitely recommend download the schedule, You know, prioritize the things you want to attend. It's the number one thing that you should do, because even if you, let's say you, you, you schedule different things from all these different education sessions, you know what I find most useful is actually setting a goal, right? Like mm-hmm. what what do you want to get out of the conference this year? Is it is it you know meeting new people, meeting five new people or is it learning about a certain new topic or you know just just setting a goal for yourself, right? Everyone has different goals. Some people may have learning goals, some people may have sales goals, some you know, so it's all different. But I would say once you have a goal established for the conference, then it kind of makes it easy for you to pick and choose from what's available. Okay. So if you don't mind me asking, do you, what, what's your goal set up for this year? <laughs> well, I can tell you all my goals, but one of, <laughs> one of the goals I have is definitely attending the interoperability showcase that HIMSS has. And what they do is they actually have real-world examples for healthcare interoperability that they'll showcase, and, and it's in the exhibition hall. So there's a couple of them that I have marked on my calendar that I, because interoperability is is definitely 
one of the main services that we provide. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing what others are doing. And the other thing I'm also interested in is related to the whole AI and machine learning, mm-hmm. right? And how health information exchange and interoperability actually helps organizations get to that part. And so, so the main topics this year, Jimmy, you know, they are related to artificial intelligence, machine learning, cybersecurity, privacy. <laughs> Does this seem familiar? I was going to say, I mean, it's not like we've never touched those subjects at all <laughs> <laughs> in our in our short stint of podcasting. You know, those are those are all things that we've covered almost every single week, right? Exactly. Those are all the topics that we have been talking about in our previous episodes. And, you know, it's wonderful to see that we are actually we were hitting the right topics. Right. And that's why I felt like this week it made sense about three weeks before the conference. Why don't we talk about what people are are expecting and and actually what we will be focusing on? And one of the things I mean, if I'm a CIO and and I'm, you know, of a health system or if I'm the tech manager you know, the IT department manager or the info, even even an information analyst, for example, right? Or systems analyst. And I want to know, okay, I'm all, I'm hearing about artificial intelligence and machine learning and, you know, hosting in the cloud. But where do I start? Like, does, does artificial intelligence and machine learning, do you just, is it just plug and play? You know, you just you just start suddenly using AWS or Google and Microsoft, and you know you you see all these AI and machine learning services and tools that are available in the cloud. Do you just suddenly start using this? How does that happen? Right? I mean, Jimmy, you know, it's not magic. I wish it was magic. <laughs> well, I I could tell you that if if I were them, if I was a CIO. I'd probably start with our episode with our with our futurist Nicholas Badminton. If I could put in a short <laughs> little plug there, what we talking about? What we talking about AI? That would be a good start because uh, you know for me that that's where I got my start in, in 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 learning about like what AI has to offer in health tech. Exactly. I mean, our AI episode and and even the one that we did with Nick, both those episodes are are really good in terms of you know, the changes that we can expect in healthcare with AI and machine learning. But one of the things that I want to tell health systems is how to get to that place where actually, how do these tools, so one of the things, if you think about it, in a health system, there's the EHR system, the electronic health record system. You have your point of care system. You have your pharmacy system. You have your radiology information system. You have your lab information system. You may have ambulatory EHRs. You may have some specialty EHRs. So there's there's so many systems within within the health system itself, right? Now, there's also other partners that obviously the health system talks to. For example, physician community physician offices. There will be health information exchange. There will be other vendors, for example, billing companies that they may in, integrate with for billing purposes. But all these systems, they store data in different formats. So to make sense, I mean, for machine learning and AI, it needs the data to be in a standard format to actually make use of the data, right? I mean, you just can't use data from all the disparate systems 
and plug it into the AI and machine learning. It doesn't matter which cloud provider it is, Microsoft, Google, or or Amazon, or any other. It's not going to make sense to it. It's not. It's not plug and play. Hey Vic. Um. So as as you're as you're talking there, I was just thinking like, could, could you just quickly summarize like again why why AI and and why machine learning is so important in in health tech? Yeah, definitely. And so the reasons that health systems are looking into AI and machine learning is th- there's multiple reasons. Number one is lowering cost of care. Then, and what that means is using analytics and machine learning and artificial intelligence, it can help with the pre-claims and prepay and post-payments. And then the other part is the clinical decision support, right? So again, using image analysis, predictive analysis in specialties like cardiology or oncology, it can help with the diagnosis part, like you know, early diagnosis, it can help with the treatment. And, and also with clinical workflows. So these are some of the things that people are looking to AI and machine learning to help them. And, but again, you know, the, the, these are the amazing reasons to actually look into. And, and when you are at the conference, definitely attend uh, the learning sessions for AI and mach- and machine learning. But I would say... Again, to get to the state that we just discussed about all these different systems that we have, how do we get to the place where actually you can feed the right type of data for machine learning and for analytics, right? So there's, there's a new specification. I mean, it's not new anymore. It's been, it's been out for a while. But so FHIR, F-H-I-R, Fast Healthcare Interoperability Resources, is the standard that's going to help in terms of standardizing the data that AI and machine learning tools can use. But again, how do we how do we get all the data that's not in that format into the fire format so that you know we can start using AI and machine learning for the reasons we just talked about? So the thing is, there's this whole architecture that has to be changed at the health systems because most of the data today, you know, with the integration, what happens is that the the HL7 Health Level 7 standard V2, it's obviously not fire standard, but that's what's primarily used for exchanging data between all the systems that I just mentioned a while ago, you know, the, the pharmacy system and the LIS systems, or even your physician offices, for example. Well, what needs to happen is, and we are working with a lot of our clients on the same thing, but what needs to happen is we, we have to put in a hybrid environment where we can actually keep integrating you know, between the systems the way we do today. But instead, what we do is continue using our, our integration engine, our integration framework on-prem for integrating all the on-prem systems. But at the same time, it needs to be a hybrid architecture where we can make it easy and make it more secure so that your external partners can can integrate to your cloud framework using either the HL7 v2 or the fire interface or the health APIs but then at the same time once you have that cloud 
hybrid infrastructure in place that works with your on-prem integration engines, that's when you start converting, you know, that's when you have the ability to actually convert the data into a fire service, right? Into, and storing into a, into fire format, I should say. And once you have it in that format, what happens? Now you can start feeding your analytics. Now we can start feeding your machine learning tools or AI tools, right? For clinical decision support or for lowering cost of care or for any other reason or for telehealth or any other things that we have talked about in our, in our previous episodes. But you see, you see what I mean, right? Like, I mean, the whole AI and, and machine learning and all these topics are amazing, but it just doesn't happen. It's not like you, you turn it on, it just happens. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, like a, a very common thing that, uh, I mean, as for a layman like myself, or I think even even someone who's, who's, who's getting into it, like you just think, okay, AI, artificial intelligence, is just going to like just work like that. But it takes a lot of moving parts and a, a lot of other things that, that, need to get in, that, that need to come into play before it does. Exactly. There's a lot of planning involved. And, and that's what I would suggest, right? I mean, I think there's a lot of planning and strategy. And I think this was maybe in one of the very, very first episodes we did. I don't know if you remember. But again, I think especially as we go into the next phase of interoperability and the next phase of healthcare technology, I think it's going to be very crucial that people have the right strategy in place so that not just for machine learning and analytics, but how do you allow easier and secure access to apps, right? There's going to be more and more apps and internet of things, whether it's your remote monitoring that we talked about, you know, in the, in the wearables episodes or, or, or telehealth, for example, you don't want all these apps connecting directly to your servers on-prem. I mean, that's a big security risk. Think about, let's say you have your your physician office uh, in the community that you are integrating with. You know, you are you're sending them the results. They are sending them. They are sending you orders. Well, they got hacked, right? They got hacked with the ransomware, and now you just put your on-prem network through that server that's hooked up with that physician office at risk. Mm-hmm. So these are the kind of things that, you know, have to be considered, you know, and planning and strategy is really crucial. So I would suggest, you know, people going to HIMSS, I mean, th- these are some of the things that they should they should look into and maybe pay attention to. I mean, it is really cool to be like, oh, we, we're going to go to the artificial intelligence and machine learning sessions. Okay, yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's cool to talk about that all day, and we talked about it. But I think it's also important to lay the groundwork. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And you mentioned like you know a part of this is and and something that you're excited about doing is is going around and you're going to meet a lot of new people, right? So if this is my first time going to um, going to hymns, and and by the way. Uh, you didn't invite me to go this year. <laughs> next time. <laughs> next time. Next time. I was like one of the two people going from. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't, I don't think I got invited. But uh, you know what we should do though? Uh, maybe we should have an episode of this week in health tech from Hims. Yeah, let's do it. A live a live session where I'm Dude. in Orlando and. So you want my passport information now? So you go get my. <laughs> Oh, oh, you you want to do it just on, 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 uh, you, online? You will, you will be remote. Yeah, uh, I'll be I'll be the remote. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, but listen, it, you know, for me, like I would feel 
you know, just say like I was a new CIO or or just like someone new going going to him. Like I I would feel like maybe like a little intimidated going going around and wanting to network with like these big wigs out there. Um, like what what would be like suggestion? Like let's say I want to connect with you. I want to connect with the host of this week in health tech. Like how how can I go about doing that? Yeah, no. So that's a great place to start. Um, <laughs> you know, in all seriousness, though, we'll we'll definitely be happy to meet. And and we are calling it, you know, Meet Tito Inc. And we'll, we'll we'll talk about any of the topics. I mean, especially focusing on interoperability, mobile strategy and mobile services, even the internet patient-centric websites or the hospital corporate intranet, or even talk about our podcast this week in health tech. We'll we'll definitely be happy to help and. We, we have a link on our website in our, I think we actually put out a news, uh, a blog, where we have the link to our calendar where you can pick any of the 15-minute slots and book us. You know, we'll, we'll definitely be happy to meet. We'll make sure that we put that link into the show notes so that it's easily accessible. So it's a free 15-minute just meet and greet session uh, with, with a team member from, from Tito Inc., uh, just to just talk about the topics that that Vic just mentioned. If you meet with us after the meeting, you will get a twenty five dollar e gift card from Amazon. Nice. I'm I'm signing up right right. <laughs> I'm getting my time slot right after this. We could we could talk some more. I see your name and I'm just gonna delete it. <laughs> Never saw it. <laughs> yeah. So that's great, man. Look, it sounds like you have. Um, it's gonna be a fun time. Uh, I wish I could be there. Hopefully, maybe I can join you uh, next year in all in all seriousness and and uh, have like uh, this week in Tito at uh, full, fully represented at uh, at the hymns. This week in health tech, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. You know what? Let's let's aim for that next year. Uh-huh. Jimmy and Vic hosting a huge this week in health tech at hymns twenty twenty one. I'm totally down for that. I would love to. I would love to go. Orlando, Florida. Like, man, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of getting tired of this cold gloomy weather here in toronto i don't so. know i don't know where the next year is it's probably in orlando or in vegas so vic before we wrap things up you you want to just kind of summarize summarize everything for us like how can we get in how can we get in touch with you what what are some things that people should be looking out for when they go to this conference what are what are some things that you should be prepared for yeah definitely just get ready for lots of walking there's <laughs> there's it i think the conference center is like two million square feet get out of here really it's huge. Okay. It's huge. So it's, it, you know, definitely wear comfy shoes. Uh, and like I said, I mean, you know, there, there's really good topics this year. It's, uh, but I, I would focus on having goals for the conference. So have your goals clearly defined and then look at the schedule, look at the calendar and then mark the sessions that you want to attend and then reach out to people that you want to meet before the conference because it's always easier to have even if you want to block some time with us just go on our website titoink.com or look in the podcast notes and and book a 15 minute slot with us it just just makes it easy and at the and at the end i mean i think you know have fun right i mean conferences are are also a good time a good time for sure i mean there's <laughs> there's always post uh, uh, you know, learning session events, and there's there's a lot of networking events too. But yeah, have I fun. I love how you put that post learning sessions. <laughs> <laughs> well, there has to be a little bit of learning, and then and then a little bit of fun. A little bit of post fun. I hear you. You have to balance all that. 
but yeah, I look forward to uh, to meeting new people in the conference. And you know, if you see my name and and if you if you have been listening to the podcast, please say hello. I, I would I would love to meet. So that is a wrap for this episode. That is another episode in the books for this week in health tech. Make sure that you go out there, you hit subscribe to this show so that you never miss a beat every single week. We are here every Tuesday airing a new episode of This Week in Health Tech. And as Vic mentioned, he's going to be at the HIMSS conference on March the 9th. So make sure, connect with him. You know, he's uh, he's looking for, for, new, for new people to connect with and, of course, to the listeners out there. And we can talk about basketball. By the way, I'm, I'm definitely, you're hanging up right now. I'm going, turning on my TV. <laughs> it's NBA All-Star. Get ready. Get ready, get ready. So get ready for the All-Star game. Get ready for the HIMSS conference. Get ready to to listen to us every single week. All right? Thanks a lot. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Vic. for uh, jumping on already. No problem. Okay. Go LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>